I'm not buying wedding gifts anymore. Y'all are a whole double income household. Uh, found love and cut your bills in half. Why, why would I buy you a blender? I'm doing bad. I need a margarita. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Can't Get Right. <laughs> okay. Where is that from? So I finally watched Life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are so many uh, but, Can't Get Rights, and so I was like, okay, let me just ask. <laughs> okay, yeah. But also, I used to be called that, like, gotcha. in middle school to high school years. And I was like, oh, that's where they got can't get right from. (laughs) Well, you are all right with me. (laughs) So first off, I need to tell everybody that um, I just told Doyen, like, my tonsils are swollen. So there's that, which makes it difficult to swallow. Also, I sleep under a fan. And I don't know what was, I don't know what the deal was last night. Because I sleep under a fan every night. But last night, I was super congested, and this morning, Mm -hmm. I've just been stuffy all day. So, if I sound (laughs) like a five-year-old, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) So, Doyen, what are you drinking? What you been up to? All that good stuff. (laughs) You guys, I finally watched Life. I think it's like, I wasn't even really wanting to, but like, we're in the hotel and my sister's like, oh, life, people told me to watch that. And I'm like, because in my mind, I always thought it was going to be like Green Mile, just like a really sad prison movie. And so that's why I never watched it. And it's It's more like, um, (laughs) well, it's not the same, but I mean, it's funny, like, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, I've never seen that. Oh, we've got to watch that too. That's not black, but still, we got to watch it. Okay. Yeah, but it was funny, and I was like, oh my god, I have been missing out this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. So I was in California, so I was in a California mood, and when the gay guy, like, ran off and killed himself, I was like, oh my god, that's so poetic, he'd rather die than go back out there and (laughs) pretend to be straight. I was very emotional. Because being straight sucks, let me tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It does. (laughs) But... Here we are. Um, here we are. Um, yeah, so I went to California for my brother's wedding and had a good old time. Um, I am never listening to any North California person talk about a beach again because I went out there and most of it's cliffs. You had to like find where the you could even get down to the beach without like dying down a hill, and it was cold. <laughs> And I was like, y'all don't understand. Like, I'm from Mississippi. I'm used to, like, Florida beaches where it's, like, yeah. warm. And I was going to, you know, tan because my chest tan lines are really weird because I've been hiking in tank tops. So I was ready to, you know, like, even this tan area out. And I couldn't because it's cold <laughs> and cloudy. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I cannot... Can I even remember the last time I've been to California? I cannot. So I was that small the last time I've been. So, yeah. I wouldn't remember. Yeah, this is the second time in the next month I'm going back to San Diego. So, (laughs) But, you know, it's a fun place to be. 
I, I lived in some... San Diego. I don't remember it, but that's where we lived. Yeah. <laughs> I got some pecan shortbread cookies. Cookies. <laughs> and they were delicious. Now like, oh, I can't eat more than I'm a little bread. I'm a little slow. <laughs> I didn't get that they were cookies. <laughs> cookies. Okay. Anyways, as far as what I'm drinking. It's called Greenhouse Grapefruit Rosé Flavored Vodka. Oh. Um, it's not as strong in the flavor department as I wanted, but I have a little bit of fizz to, you know, zhuzh it up. So, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you are going to have to say it. I, I, to to it. Did, I didn't even say it. I didn't even say it. <laughs> um... So the thing that made me happy this week was watching life for the first time Yay. <laughs> and enjoying it. <laughs> you going to eat your cornbread? <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted to give away his cornbread, but his friend got his ass beat for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> well. And so- I miss seeing Bernie. I was like, oh. Um, there was a post this week, so I guess his birthday was within the last couple days, and I saw a post about his birthday, and it just made me so sad. Like, I don't know, it made me really sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this week, so I have decided, okay, that when it's my week to be producer, <laughs> that I am not <laughs> going to drink hard alcohol because reading and alcohol just talking <laughs> and alcohol <laughs> so I'm drinking wine I, I just said I'm going to try to drink softer things so <sighs> moment of truth my plan was to try some sort of pumpkin beer but I didn't go anywhere but to a grocery store and they had some but I was like I'm not going to let Doyen talk about me for drinking mm-hmm. grocery store pumpkin beer. So, and I don't even know how to buy pumpkin beer, but I didn't know okay. if it should be out of the grocery store or not. Okay. I mean, there's some that I bought from grocery store before. Okay. I was yeah. just like, no, she's not going to talk about me for buying I grocery just, store pumpkin beer. I don't want to get my hopes up and then you don't like it and then it hurts my feelings. <laughs> so well, I'd rather you one, just not drink pumpkin beer. <laughs> the one that I like mulled over was uh Blue Moon. And I like Blue Moon in general because it's nice and yeah. soft. Yeah. So, it might not be bad because I had a blueberry wheat beer once and it was really great in yeah. Denver. Yeah, so, so like the Blue Moon okay. is, you know, soft. So I, yeah. I I I I might try it. I might try it. <laughs> So tonight I am drinking. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had this wine. I can't believe it's my first time having it, but and I forget it's rich red wine. So that lets you know how much it costs. <laughs> Bad. This many. <laughs> Actually it was like eight, so there. <laughs> It is barefoot. Ooh. It is the gold seal barefoot. <laughs> Only top line for me. Only top of the line for me. So That reminds me, when I turned 30, we went on this, like, when we went to Napa, and we just paid for, like, a bus tour. 
is the last place they took us was Sutter Home. And they're like, mm-hmm. we have all these flavors you can't get at a grocery store. You want to buy some? I'm like, no, girl, I'm not buying Sutter Home. <laughs> Listen, Sutter Home is a nice wine, okay? Like, there know, are cheaper girl, wines out there. I know, but I'm not going to buy Sutter Home to take from California. You're not, <laughs> right, right. You're not going to Napa for Sutter Home. Got yeah. it. <laughs> I told my friends, I was like, don't tag where we are. Don't take any pictures by the sign. This is but why? To be Napa was... trip. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this, I'm going to tell you what I've really been enjoying lately. So there's this account on Instagram and it's called Nori's Black Book. And it's a spoof account, but it's supposed to be Northwest and it's her spoof account. And mm-hmm. y'all, <laughs> she drags each and every <laughs> Kardashian and Jenner there is to be known. Let me she... go subscribe. Keep talking. <laughs> she, um... So she called, so it's like she runs everything. She's in charge of everything. And she's always like getting on Courtney's case for not wanting to work and not showing up for filming. The, you know, the, the black girls, the twins, Chloe's friends, those are her assistants, but she doesn't distinguish between the two. So just, so she just calls them the Malikas. So now I call them the Malikas. <laughs> and, and she calls Chicago Little Miss Personality. She started a fund for Dream, that's Black China's baby, so that Dream can have the same kind of toys and stuff that the other Kardashian kids have. <laughs> I have time for y'all. They don't. They uh, she she is your type of sass, Doyen. She is your type of sass. And so... I definitely just followed. <laughs> she, I mean, I love it. It is so funny. And she's always, like, making jokes about, like, she just says the stuff that we always say anyway about the Kardashians. And she is over there. And then she always uses, like, so the account uses real pictures or real footage that, you know, they may have put online or something. And I have always mm-hmm. said that North always looks like she is over everybody's shit in their pictures. Especially when mm-hmm. it's her and Penelope. Because Penelope always looks like she's whining about something. And North mm-hmm. is always looking like she's telling her to get the fuck over it. <laughs> Who's Penelope? Penelope is one of Courtney's kids. Got it. Yeah. I just... Not to be a downer, but... um, I loved so how like, Chadwick Boseman always looked like he was over. Like, mildly over whatever situation he was in. Especially the Wakanda salute. It was like, okay, we got it. Y'all like, loved he it. Was always, all the pictures, he's just like, okay, Wakanda again. forever again. again. <laughs> Y'all want to do this shit again? Like, we ain't did this for three years? Okay, so, <laughs> let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've always felt that way about North. So, I love that account. It brings me a lot of joy. Um, She's been on a roll lately. And, yeah, uh, we also, in our movie week, <laughs> we watched a wonderful film. I just want everyone to know that I feel like I won the um, poor budget black film. Um, I had to go back and look at my movie because I feel like I beat you, but still, go ahead. No, no. My <laughs> film budget was, first of all, my film budget was $5,000. That's number one. Number two, they were like... Okay, so with Doyen's film, what was the name of your film? Chocolate Kiss? Damn it, it was 25000 <laughs> I, I, I knew you'd be 
me. I need it. What was the name of it? Chocolate Kiss? Chocolate Kiss. Yeah, Chocolate Kiss. So, Chocolate Kiss, which is on Prime. I mean, it was very predictable. It was very low budget, but it was a cute storyline that you could get into. My movie, The Deposit, which is also on Prime, there was no storyline because there was no story. (laughs) You just had to piece some shit together. And when it was over, you just had to piece the events together and figure it out for yourself. So, (laughs) it was just... Oh, it was. I mean, listen. <laughs> I was like, at first, I was like, Chris is making me watch this hood ass movie. This is uh, The Wire all over again. And then somehow, in the middle of the movie, I started liking it. <laughs> so, first of all, what we're not going to do is trash talk The Wire. And it is not my problem if you did not. Hey, you made open me watch up- New Jack City. <laughs> okay, New Jack City is one thing, but The Wire is totally different. But they were like. It- <laughs> So the reason why I even picked it was because a girl from my hometown sang. She was in one little scene. And check this. Come to find out, she was not in the credits. And I'm like, I am so pissed on her behalf because she was the only talent in the whole damn movie. The only talent. (laughs) Like, I almost got the Holy Ghost off of her singing. And then she's not even credited. Right. So, anywho, I enjoyed it. I already have my next movie picked out not going to tell them what it's going to be. Um, and I'm not going to always do low budget because that's not my steed, but that was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, low budget's good. It's, and we're seeing black movie um, writers and producers because Amazon does a great job of like allowing, you know, indie people yeah. to create the movies. So. I just, it makes me happy because I'm like, they yes. see that little 15 cents in their account and they're like, boom, somebody watched my movie. And that, <laughs> I am so happy. Like, that does make me happy to see that they're opening up their platform like that. Um, I think that Netflix is probably going to start doing that more as well. I mean, they're yeah, pretty I decent Netflix, about it. Yeah. But not as low budget as Amazon. Yeah. Like Ooh, Netflix is Mar- Marcus Houston low budget, whereas yeah. Amazon is like that dude you graduated from high school with low budget. So yes. it's like, but I'm picking a Nigerian movie off of Netflix. Now that you mention it, but um, yeah, and I think Netflix is realizing when they release all these black shows, like how much <laughs> their numbers went up, and so they're yeah. realizing like investing in black is good for them. I have been straight up like, cause I'm not really. I watch Netflix, but I don't really watch it as much. But I've been binging Girlfriends, like, straight. (laughs) That's all I'm watching. (laughs) I have been... So I've been watching a few episodes every night before bed. And Girlfriends, I loved the show when it originally aired. And Mm -hmm. I I am really enjoying watching it now. But I just didn't realize it was so fucking cringy back then. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, they're so awful at age. But some people, (laughs) people, like, on Twitter and stuff, I mean, people are just dragging Joan, dragging Tony, dragging my... Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, listen, calm the fuck down, because it is a reflection of the times. I mean, Mm -hmm. we wasn't always this woke or whatever, you know? And some of y'all are a little too woke. You need to take a nap. So it's like, just get over it. It was a good show. 
I love it. The only thing that really makes me cringe, honestly, is how much of a pick me Maya was. I didn't realize like she was that bad. Like Joan, she I knew was desperate for a husband. Yeah. Like I knew that, but I didn't realize yeah. Maya was that bad. Yeah, she's really annoying to start. I still don't understand when her and Tony became friends. Like I really, <laughs> like they hated happened, each like, other, <laughs> and then they're just like, we gonna deal. Anyway, my favorite um, part is is going through the show and hearing every name Tony calls Maya's child except for Jabari. Right. <laughs> my favorite is Jujube. Yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs> um, by the way, I want to buy a drink for Rihanna for making Savage Fenty because somebody just sent me a picture of him and his Savage Fenty draws and I appreciate it. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Come on now. Thank that you, one Rihanna. guy, that one guy, one of the models, that big guy, he was yeah, all over yeah. the timeline looking healthy yeah. and satisfying. Right. Like I want you to park dress. that big Mac truck right in this little garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt yeah. when I saw him. <laughs> all right, yeah. Doyle. He shivered me timbers. I just love you. You just want to be a lumberjack. Anyways, so we're going to move along to our current events. So this first story reminded me of the time that I watched Moose Attack. (laughs) And a dude. I'm like, anytime anybody brings up meese, because I feel like they should be called meese, because the plural of gooses is geese. So why isn't it the plural of Moose's feast? Anyways, um, and they were talking about how, like, you know, this guy, you know, shot a bow and arrow, and yeah. then the moose came for him, but the moose died right before him. However, this guy, <laughs> in this story, was not as lucky. So um, this guy in Oregon was trying to come for elks when elks didn't call for him. Uh-huh. And so he had shot the elk in the with an arrow but he couldn't find the um the elk so the next day he tried to come up and so he was going to try to shoot him again with the arrow but the elk said run up get done up and so he gored him and then he died i mean (laughs) i don't know off the top of my head like i can't picture how big an elk is but i put them right up there with a moose and a moose is huge yeah moose are huge a moose is huge like it is taller and bigger than your SUV like they are like dinosaurs and I'm just like you thought one arrow was gonna do the trick so the length of a male is 8 foot that's nose to tail um, um, I don't usually seven hundred. I don't know measurements. Seven hundred thirty pounds. I don't. You know I don't understand. Is I twelve inches? I do not understand. That by eight. <laughs> I do not know measurements. You can't read me dimensions of something, and like me get okay. an accurate picture. I'll have to. So look height at wise, it. the male at shoulder is four point nine feet. So they're not as big as a moose. Okay, but. They also will weigh 730 pounds, so you're going to catch this death. That's a big body. And he was like, you shoot for the king, you best not miss. Like, it's going to be me and you, you and me. Oh, speaking of, did you watch Lovecraft Country? 
Not last night's, no. I was told by the time I was going to watch it, I was told not to watch it at that hour. Okay, because (laughs) I was going to say, it was probably one of the scarier ones for me. Mm -hmm. Um, My brain kept trying to make me think about it when I was trying to go to sleep. And I was like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not having this. But I want to say those young ladies in last night's episode did a hell of a job. Like I had to go on IDBM to see who they were because they were amazing. So on the I Am episode with Hippolyta, Mm -hmm. uh, listening to podcasts made me love that episode so much more when I found out that I think Ashley wrote it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was her episode? Yeah, that was her And episode. just the things that they said. Wait, like, not Ashley. Ashley's the one, the other one. She's not the writer. Shannon? Yeah. I don't know the writer's Shannon. name, but yeah. I just know yeah, Ashley because I follow her Anyways. on Twitter. Okay, so <laughs> they said so much stuff that I'm like, oh, let me write this in my therapy notebook. Like, <laughs> talking about like shrinking yourself mm-hmm. as a method of survival. And I was like, oh, my God. And then for them to also tie that to, like, Uncle George and be like, even though he loved her, he also allowed her to be shrunk. I was just like, so, like, literally I have, um, like, a little note in one of my digital notebooks that just says, who am I? And I'm writing, like, who I am and the negatives and positives that I've absorbed in who I am to get to this place so that's helpful i i cried during that episode it was and to this day it is the only episode that i have not gone back and watched at least twice it was heavy for me the hippolyta one there's a running like that's the one that i would watch more than once it was too it it was was too much for me see it was liberating for you it was heavy for me and There was, there's this running joke between me and one of my friends and it's funny, but it's not funny. So like Oprah used to always ask, who are you and what do you know to be true? And like me and one of my friends joke all the time that I really would not be able to answer that question. And to this day, Mm -hmm. I don't know who I am and I don't know what's true. I, I like the answers that other people, this was on her, uh, super soul Sunday and I like mm-hmm. the answers that the other people have given. And I've tried to, like, craft an answer, like, based on what other people have said. But that doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was it was a lot for me. But it was so good. It was so mm-hmm. good. I mean, mm-hmm. Anjanu, they need to give her all of her things. Because she <laughs> was Dr. Mandy Moss Clark. And she is Hippolyta Freeman. Mm-hmm. Love her. By the way, I forgot to tell y'all on the things of what I've been up to. I cut all my hair off. <laughs> she <laughs> did. <a> full moon. <laughs> and I love it. I love and it. I'm like, I walked out and saw the moon and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Why am I making life impacting decisions under a full moon? <laughs> well, I thought you were already, I thought you'd already made that decision. I just didn't think you were going to do it this soon. Yeah, I yeah, I said I was gonna grow it till December, and then I cut all my hair off. So it's okay. <laughs> I mean, was there a reason, or that's not something you want to talk about right now? I just I decided because my hair has been thinning 
And so I wanted to see my hair all at one length and see what I needed to do to like really grow it. Uh-huh. And so like I cut it off. I didn't have anything to comb my hair. I didn't have anything to moisturize my hair. <laughs> and so like I've been buying shit because I'm like, oh, you're back natural. You have yeah. to like. I bought a pick yesterday. I had to buy before I went on my trip. I bought some kind of like moisturizing thing. Yeah. And it's just like I just forgot how much natural hair takes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a work thing. Well, it but, is so cute. Oh, it looks so good. And I've always felt like, which I mean, I didn't make this up, but I've always felt like a woman who cuts her hair is about to do some shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I cut my man off. I cut my hair off. Come on <laughs> now. Like, it's a weird Come year. on. <laughs> Come on. Talk about it. <laughs> Everybody say new life. <laughs> Wait, it's That's all right. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, so aggressive swan schools women are wearing masks. <laughs> Uh, this is a slide after Dr. Fauci's heart, a bird that clearly understands how to curb the spread of COVID. Okay. So, this woman is in some animal park in France, and she has a mask around her neck, but she's not covering her face, and her swan came up, came for her. <laughs> okay. So, the swan snapped at her face, and didn't break her skin, rather, it latches onto her mask, it pulls it back, and snaps it right onto her face. <laughs> I mean, and I was like, you know, I'm not mad at the swine. I mean, and then he told her to sit her ass down, come around here, breathing <laughs> on us. Like, I don't have access to a mask, and you come around here breathing all on me. Put that mask on your damn face. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for the swans. Yes, I I stand with the swan. So, next up, um, Vietnam condom factories accuse of recycling <laughs> used prophylactics. <laughs> prophylactics which is of condoms and i just want to say that's fucking gross <laughs> Listen. like there's no way you can even make that sound i guess where you way. going to jail you going to jail bitch period <laughs> like who wh- <sighs> and then they said they bought the used condoms from a man in the province and they were talking about recycling 320,000 used condoms and i'm like who the fuck are you fucking? 320,000 times. Well, I don't think they were all from him. Or okay. maybe he was collecting them from other people. But this is what I thought. How do you... So how do you advertise for that? Because you know how, like... um, You know how when they do, like, the gun buyback or when they do stuff like that. Like, if you have any we- illegal weapons, you can mm. bring them. And How do you advertise, bring us your used condoms? Like, no, well, you know, guys will do anything for money. You know, they stay passing out <laughs> sperm in the sperm bank. And who so was keeping? Do- who was keeping up with their condoms, waiting on that fateful call? Broke niggas. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> They're like, You're oh right. snap! I got it. Oh, okay. Okay. That yeah. is just gross. They that wash them out, which. <laughs> They wash them out and and repurpose them, like repackage them as if they were new. I mean, I guess my thing is, I mean, first of all, gross, we don't want used condoms. But if you're going to sell used condoms, I just feel like you should let people know that they are used. 
I'm just yeah. saying. Right. It should be discounted. Like, don't sell me <laughs> the same price. <laughs> it's kind of like the cheap gas. Like, you just got to drop the price down and like, let people know. Uh, <laughs> Yo, uh, the the sacrifices you're making for that cheap price. Your obviously. engine literally may not run the same. <laughs> <laughs> It's just okay. gross. <laughs> so apparently the voice is trying to have a hologram with Whitney. And I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like holograms. I think it's weird. Like I don't want to see a dead person moving around like they alive. <laughs> so this is Scott Storch and this is for his company. Um the voice tried it some years ago. But the family scrapped it, so it never mm-hmm. came to light. Mm-hmm. And <sighs> so, number one, Scott Storch must be broke. And I think we saw that he was broke. I don't remember mm-hmm. what show that was on that we saw him, but I think we saw that he's broke. And it's not, it, 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 it hasn't gone past me that. He's doing this whole, like, showcase. And it's Mm -hmm. a lot of holograms that will be involved in the showcase. Mm -hmm. All, well, most, if not all, I I think it was all, but just to be safe, I'll say most, if not all, of the holograms are black performers. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I just want him to not do that. On the flip side, the guy who created the hologram, and I don't know how this works legally, I don't know anything. But he feels like it is his right to proceed with what he created because it's his creation. Mm-hmm. Whereas the estate is like, no, you don't have our permission. Right. I mean, I don't, I just, I just don't know where that stands. I, I don't know where that stands. It's just weird because it is. Legally, I don't know where it stands. It's now, like morally, a... it's fucked up yeah. and you should not do it. Yeah, it is. It's like the intellectual property deal because it's like, yeah, it's just hard. Right, his intellectual property, but then my estate has control of my likeness. So it's like, yeah. I don't know how that falls legally. I just want Scott Storch to stop. And yeah. hey, everybody is like really into that 90s sound right now. So go make some beats. Mm-hmm. Create some songs right. and get you some money back. It's but leave so us weird alone. that like I'm old enough that the the music I used to listen to is now up for like feature <laughs> like level, you know, like yeah, like being not, sampled now. Yeah, sample level. Yeah, I'm just like the fact that like what do you call it? The Drake did um back that ass up, and I was like, how? How was the time that we could sample back that ass up? <laughs> I mean, but it anyway. he did he um, did that kind of early though. But it. yeah, but yeah, even like um, why? Like there's some holes in his ass. Yeah. Like it was time for that. Like I just I I don't deal well with anybody aging. I definitely don't deal well with me aging. So <laughs> I just like what like what. <laughs> Goodness. Um, congratulations to Onika. 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 Right. Vowels are hard. Anyways, Onika, she just had a little baby. 
She did. We don't know the baby's name or their gender, but yeah, and and that's like TMZ couldn't even get the shit, and you know TMZ gets all the shit. So they do. Like her friends are click tight. <laughs> but I kind of, I kind of figured that's what she was gonna do because that's what I would do. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I might pop up one day with the five year old and. Y'all will be like, what? I mean, you'll know. <laughs> people close well, to me will know. I'm but... over there catching the baby. I'm just telling I you. mean, <laughs> and other people are going to be like, whose kid is this? Mine? <laughs> like, just, I feel like people rush to put their babies on the internet. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's weird because it's your baby and I know you're proud of it and you want to show it off. And that's great. Um, and I think that when you have a smaller platform or mm-hmm. when you have a private page that's just you and your family and friends, that's amazing. But like yeah. for celebrities, you just open that kid up to so much. But I'm not judging right. because that's your kid and you get to make those mm-hmm. choices. I do not. Yeah, I just I want to see the twins more than I do. <laughs> like I feel like Beyonce is like, y'all go see Blue and then y'all ain't going to see shit else. Yeah. <laughs> like, but look at how the world... Look at how the world yeah. did blue. Came for blue. Yeah, and they, the world didn't deserve blue. I deserved blue, and so I feel like I should get pictures of the twins. <laughs> okay. like, even if she charged you like $20 a month, I will pay that to see the twins. Girl, you and everybody else. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I want to let y'all know if I ever get pregnant, y'all will see all of it. Like... <laughs> Every week is gonna be like a pregnancy picture, and I talk about the fruit this compare, and then my kids gonna have their own Instagram. Cause oh yeah, my definitely Instagram doing that. Yeah. Definitely, I don't doing want my that. Instagram to be clouded with their pictures, so like they can have their own. Anyway, oh, see, um, I was not even thinking that way. <laughs> I am not a celebrity, and as much as I've tried, I really, I just want to be famous for something and I haven't figured out what yet, but once we get there, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> well, I just, I mean, I want to see all of it. Cause you know, with celebs, you feel like, you know, them, even though right, you don't, like but you feel you. like, you know, them, I want to see all of it, but I respect, you know, that they don't. Mm. So, you know, it is yes. what it is, but I am excited to see little Nikki's baby. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, she told us so late in the pregnancy. She did. <laughs> Again, comparing her to Candace, where I, like, I feel like I felt that whole pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. Like, it felt like she was pregnant forever. It felt like Nikki just got pregnant. Right. And with Nikki, too, it was kind of easy for her to hide because there had been rumors for years. Yeah. So for years there were rumors. So whenever you heard another rumor, it was like, okay, girl, well, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's like Beyonce. It's like anytime she plump up a little bit, people like, you bitch, you pregnant? No, we're black women and we get fat really easy. <laughs> women, period. Especially a woman that's had a baby. And so I'm just like, whenever I hear Beyonce pregnancy rumors, I just let it go in one ear and out the other. And I'm just like, right. when she, she get ready, exactly. Right. She'll tell me when she want me to know. <laughs> but sometimes, like, I try not to fall for those Beyonce rumors. Like, she working mm-hmm. on something. You see the braids. You see the laptop. But I can't help it. <laughs> I know. After a while, it's just like you get weak. It is like... <laughs> but Rihanna has sold herself some time. 
making these mandrills. <laughs> I am not. I mean, not to get totally off topic, but just a little note. I'm not going to be able to continue to do on the Fenty skin. I just can't. I'm sorry. But. Okay. <laughs> My face so, did not just... like it. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Um, it's funny because like I think one time in college I did Mary Kay and it burnt my skin and I was like I'm never touching it again. Funny enough, my sister has been doing Mary Kay since God knows when, and she's like it works. It so I'm gonna keep going doing it. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my friend was like, does she like um or our mutual friend? She's like, does she like Fenty? I'm like, I'm pretty sure she's been using Bobby Brown since Jesus was a small child. So just leave her in her makeup. <laughs> Who, me? No, my sister. Oh, I was like, I don't use sister, Bobby Brown. My sister, line sister. She just like, when something works for her, she does not change it. <laughs> and I Ever. wish I could, I mean, I need to do that. And every mm. time I always say, okay, I'm going to stick with this because mm. this is working. And then something bright and shiny comes and dangles itself in front of my face. And I'm like, ooh, I got to try this thing out. <laughs> yeah. My friend, um, Crystal, sent me a message about, like, this new hair product. I'm like, girl, like, <laughs> when I had dreads, like, I didn't care about hair products. Right. So don't put this shit in front of me now. For now me you got to get all hair acclimated products. all over again. Uh, Fun. <laughs> But it's also funny because it's like certain smells. Like I can't do Cantu ever again because I'm just tired of smell. Yeah. Um. I was gonna buy shea butter, but I was like, I'm also tired of that smell. So I'm using yeah. Talia Wahid right now, okay. like a curl cream. Okay. Cause I'm not tired of that smell. <laughs> 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 so like that's like literally what brings me through like hair products is that I get tired of smells. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> okay. Lastly. Florida Man. Florida Man's back by Papa Little Man. Um, <laughs> this time he was shooting through his windshield at another apparently armed driver. And I feel like maybe it didn't take much to roll that window down because I feel like he didn't have um, electronic, uh, electronic window things. And point your gun outside of your fucking car so you don't fuck up your windshield. <laughs> so, that lets me know you did not watch the video. And, because he had a nice, he had to drive in a nice truck. And mm-hmm. his friend, so his friend was black that was in the car with him. Mm-hmm. And his friend got pissed the fuck off when he started shooting that gun, which we all would have. Because why are mm-hmm. you shooting from inside the fucking truck? Like, mm-hmm. It was just, it was just crazy. And I don't know, I, when I watched the video, so apparently this, uh, Nissan was behind him and mm. was like riding his tail. And so he like brake checked him and the Nissan bumped into him a couple times, mm-hmm. which I'm like, are you not supposed to pull over for that? But I guess not. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> the Nissan pulls around him and I don't know. Like, I tried to watch the video. I don't know. So, the video is not. from the... <laughs> the video is from the guys from his own dash cam. And so, he says that the person in the Nissan had a gun as well. And there is one take that does look like he's brandishing a gun. 
But the video has obviously been altered, like not altered, like it has right, been edited. um edited. And so because it's been edited, I don't know if it's been altered. So I tried to watch the guy's face because you know your face is going to change if someone pulls a gun on you. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. He pulled, he just kind of calmly pulled his gun out and his friend was like, man, don't do that. <laughs> chill, chill, chill. <laughs> And he just starts shooting inside the truck as if glass isn't going to start popping everywhere. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I feel like if you really want me to watch the video, you should put a, a note in the notes to watch the video. I feel Because like, I'm not going to watch it. I feel like <laughs> if you have a platform and you're going to speak on things, then you should be prepared. So that's the end of that. <laughs> now you can watch okay. the video. I'm you just going to continue not watching I was video. about to say, we, we are all we are all acclimated to you not watching the video. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not gonna watch that was weird. Unless you tell me to. <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell you to be prepared. That was weird. I- for that guy to start shooting inside his truck. And right. his friend is better than me because I probably would have been like, pull over, I got to get out, and I got to call somebody to come pick me up because we can't continue on this ride. Like, that was crazy. That was Florida man. Yeah. Florida man. Florida man. Okay. We're going to take a brief break and listen to our sponsors, so we'll be right back. Alrighty. <laughs> And welcome back. And so now we're just gonna, you know, keep a shuffle. Welcome back to Poor Life Decisions. See, I was gonna say Cupid <laughs> Shuffle. You were supposed to start singing the Cupid Shuffle. I don't like the Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> okay, well, now we're gonna sway. <laughs> Since you gave us a love song, we're gonna sway over to our Someone Something. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're gonna talk about a phenomenal woman you know what i love about us phenomenal. we are <laughs> we are hustlers like which personally i am not a hustler that is not my lifestyle i am not built for that but i'm just saying i love the fact that we see an opportunity and we seize it So, in March, the coronavirus came through and canceled all of our travel plans due to quarantine. Since then, air travel has taken a steep dive. As travel restrictions are loosening, people are ready to catch flights, but they don't want to catch Mm COVID-19. So, enter Scumbag, a Black-owned sanitizing travel kit created by Robbie Stanfield, founder of a new luggage travel firm. When the girls' trips she'd been planning across the globe for Black women were unceremoniously canceled due to the pandemic, she knew she had to switch gears to continue to support her clientele. That's what I'm talking about. I had no choice but to pivot, but still wanted to produce something with the same level of thoughtfulness and attention to detail with which we plan our travel experiences. She told, because of them, we can. That's why I created Scumbag. I wanted to offer peace of mind for travelers who wanted to take proper precautions to protect themselves and others. Scumbag is a travel cleaning kit in a bag. The company promises the perfect in-flight routine for the first-class germaphobe. 
The kit includes antibacterial wipes, hand sanitizer, bin covers, and a travel cheat sheet to help folks navigate germy areas. We are a small Black-owned business, but the demand for a product like Scumbag is huge, she said, especially for companies that want to go the extra mile and care to buy in bulk for business travelers that have to continue traveling despite COVID. So, uh, as always, the article will be in the show notes. Check it out and learn more uh, about Scumbag, which there is a website, shopscumbag.com. All of that is in the article. I just thought this was a super glorious idea. Yep. As somebody who just got back from a trip and is going on another one next month, <laughs> this is super helpful. And yeah, so it's helpful because it's like even if people are cleaning, you don't trust that people are actually cleaning. And so if we can clean it ourselves, <laughs> that's helpful. And, yeah. and it's in like, airline safe stuff so you don't have to like struggle with security and all that so yeah because i would be pissed if i buy all these things to like ensure cleanliness and then i can't even get mm-hmm. through check because they're gonna throw my shit out so yeah 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 and there's still like airlines have made like some like allowances when it comes to like hand sanitizers okay carry bigger stuff and stuff like that so it's there but if i could just go buy it in a kit and i had to think about it everything in one like <laughs> yeah, everything in one kit <laughs> yes. yes i most definitely do <laughs> so yeah so check that out um especially if you're still traveling during this time so now we're gonna move on to our poor life decision poor life decision <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get in the studio and lay down some tracks. I'm just going to let go of you and lay down some tracks. <laughs> That's like that movie I love. Um, the one with um, I'll do from the one that's like hard out there for a pimp. Hustle and Flow? Yeah. <laughs> you know I love Hustle and Flow. But like, you know, like her, her little like studio minute was cute. It was. <laughs> It was. <laughs> oh, Lord. Taraji been Don't out here. Me. I don't remember things. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's talk about your poor life decision. <laughs> so, this week, we're going to talk about narrow thinking. Uh, black and white thinking. Five ways that black and white thinking poison your perspective. And this really jumped out at me because I feel like lately I've been saying over and over and over there's no nuance. There's no nuance. Like that word has become like mm-hmm. my most used word. So mm-hmm. I just want to dive into this a little bit and let's talk about black and white thinking. So <clears throat> the article starts out, I'm a terrible person. My sister is so beautiful and I'm so ugly. My boyfriend is the most attractive person I know and I'll never be as into anyone else again. We all think of the world in black and white terms at times, from refusing to see the flaws in our loved ones to being overly hard on ourselves. The human brain, the human brain's tendency to understand the world in either terms or in either or terms has a profound effect on our relationships. 
And I know that I do that a lot with categorizing because things are easier for me if I can put it in a neat category. Mm-hmm. The official psychological term for black and white thinking is splitting. At its extremes, splitting can be a symptom of mental illnesses like borderline personality disorder. But in everyday settings, it can simply hold us back from experiencing some of the richness of our lives and relationships. So let's look at those ways that black and white thinking um, is holding us back. And as we cover each way, I want you to think about, does this affect me? You know, as we do everything. Okay. So number one, (laughs) black and white thinking can negatively impact your relationships. Your partner is the most wonderful person in the world until they're the worst. This cycle of love-hate, down-up, good-bad can be seriously stressful for any relationship. In some cases, these wild lows and highs can be a sign of something more serious than black and white thinking, like maybe abuse, for which you deserve support and should get help with. But in other contexts of an otherwise healthy relationship, black and white thinking can impact your comfort with each other and prevent a deeper bond based on acceptance. In family relationships and friendships, quickly changing from thinking a loved one is perfect to feeling like they're awful can erode intimacy and trust. By seeing your loved one as either all good or all bad, you're not letting yourself see them for what they are, a normal, valuable human just like you. So... I think I may not, I've, I've, I feel like I'm probably not the only person that has struggled with this, but this is very hard to do with parents. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to look at your parent as human, someone who mm-hmm. will and does make mistakes. Yeah. The older I get, the better I get at it. Like, um, yeah, I, when I became, so when my sister uh, started working night sh- a night shift and I was keeping my niece for her. <laughs> my niece was six months when we started doing that. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, which and I was in my 30s when that started. And I just remember thinking, oh my God, I have got to cut my mother some slack. My mama was 18 years old when she had me. I am 30 some years old and this baby is whooping my ass. Like, I don't know what I'm like. I've got to cut her some slack. And so I think mm-hmm. that um, it's hard. I mentioned on this show about how um, Melissa Ford talked about her mother passing and how it took that experience to for her to realize that she never viewed her mother as a person. She was just her mother. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes us set expectations so high. You know? I think I'm on the flip side where... I wanted to see my my parents as such great people, and now I'm coming to terms with that like they're very human and they're very fallible, and so I'm working through understanding their humanness and still loving them, even though through whatever damage they've done to me or my siblings emotionally. Yeah, they're trying to do the best that they can. We're saying the same thing. I think I, yeah, 
Like, I think I've ignored a lot of things because I'm like, well, you know, I want to love my parents. Yeah. But at the same time, just understanding that, like, they are the person they are and they try their best. And I just want to be a better person for my children. And so, like, that's why I go through therapy or I'm trying to go through therapy and learn how to cope with shit so I don't pass that on. <laughs> to next child you know the, the right. trauma on to next child you know <laughs> right and but yeah it's like list literally like recently is like when i have become especially with my mom like i have lived so much of my life trying to make her happy and i'm starting to be like um you got some issues <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like i'm not gonna fight that you know yeah. like i'm not going to overcompensate because you got issues you know yeah. <laughs> and 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 it's it's I may have not worded it that way, but it's not a flip side. Mm-hmm. We're saying the exact same thing. In my mm-hmm. mind, as a child, my parents are perfect. And so when they start mm-hmm. doing things, or when I start mm-hmm. realizing things that they've done to me that wasn't perfect, mm-hmm. it made me so harsh on them because I was expecting them to be perfect like I thought you were. So it made yeah. me hold this extremely high expectation. Funny enough, mm-hmm. um, I don't do that with Granny. I give her a lot of grace. Um, Mm -hmm. And I always feel like, you know, she did what she thought was best. I mean, like, I don't know why I'm able to extend that much grace to her. But, um, you know, it's just that we have to see all people as human beings that make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And so that happens. And, And that happens with, like, I mean, I had an issue recently um with one of my sisters and mm-hmm. you know I told my dad I feel like well I do not feel like I know because they've said it to me before they look at mm-hmm. me like I'm perfect and I'm not and it's it, it it's it's a way that I feel like I have like let them down because mm-hmm. everything I do to them seems like it comes easily or whatever mm-hmm. goal I set to them, it seems like I accomplish it easily. And so mm-hmm. when something doesn't go their way, they're devastated because they put me up on this pedestal that wasn't fair. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a person and I fuck up a lot. So I just think that, you know, <clears throat> I all. We've heard it a million times. Treat people the way you want to be treated. But it is Mm -hmm. so true. Give people the same grace that you want in return. Like, I can't... It is just that simple. At the same time, we don't give ourselves that grace. And so it's hard for us to, like, reactively give that grace. (laughs) I, I do not give myself that grace. But I give others the same grace that I want them to give me, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I don't give yeah. it to them. You are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. It's not reflective. I, call, I called myself <laughs> stupid just the other day, and I'm far from stupid, but I was so mad at me You're for. Not stupid. No, uh, I'm not. You're I, smart and kind and important. <laughs> <laughs> you is smart. You is kind. <laughs> I am far from stupid, but I made a mistake that I shouldn't have made. Anyway. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. We kind of we, we led right into number two naturally. It can mm-hmm. hurt your self-image. 
All of us have wondered if we're bad people or good people. In reality, most of us are somewhere in between with both bad and good qualities. Black and white thinking can make you hypersensitive to others' opinions and make it difficult to accept criticism without deep insecurity. That can prevent you from genuine growth and self-compassion. Um, so I, while I'm not, I'm always telling y'all to be gentle with yourselves. I tell you all that because I have to remind myself to be gentle, but, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't really struggle in this aspect. I typically think of myself mm-hmm. as a good person who sometimes does bad things. Um, yeah. And I, like, I can take criticism depending on how you give it to me. So that's important, which is why I yeah. try to frame. But I, but not to, but I think that has a lot to do with my schooling because I had a teacher mm-hmm. who literally taught us how to take um, constructive criticism. And I think that that mm-hmm. made all the difference. So I was literally taught how to take criticism. And how to give it. Yeah. So that makes a difference. But have you felt any like effects? A couple of things that I read this section and probably this whole article is the notion of black and white. And so I lean up my company right now is trying to get rid of terms as white label or blackout because it is such an innate sense of racism mm-hmm. <laughs> in our terminology. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when you say black and white terms, I'm like, because, like, black is bad, white mm-hmm. is good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that just made me shudder a little bit. Um, yeah, so a lot of times, a lot of my validation comes from outside. And so I struggle so much to not be seen as a bad person (laughs) even though like I do a lot of good things but I really just want not to be seen as a black a bad person um so so do you feel like people see you as a bad person it's just little things like my we're finna get deep here doyan we're getting deep so how do you like do you feel you're a bad person I don't want you to feel that way. <laughs> I mean, not like of I, course, this I, isn't based core, on my wants. I think I'm like, I'm, yeah. yeah. Not in my core that I think I'm a horrible person, but I'm like, I'm not a very tidy person. But at the same time, I don't want to be judged by people who come see my house and think that I'm just like a disgusting person. But I'm just, you know, it is oh. what it is. <laughs> and so like those kind of things, that's what happens in my head is like self-image is like, I, yeah. I don't clean because I want to be clean. I clean because I don't want other people to think I'm not clean. <laughs> Got you. Got yeah. you. So. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's more than understandable. Um, mm-hmm. But again, before we move on, I'll just say it one more time. We have to be gentle with ourselves and realize that we're human. Um, yeah. I always talk about shades of gray, but... Um, this article, no Doyen, get your, you know, you always talking about me. Get your mind out the gutter. Doyen always talking about me. Always talking about me. But who mind in the gutter today? We're talking about personal growth. 
<laughs> I'm just saying. I always talk about With shades of gray. <laughs> Although the article mentions that we should expand even more and think about all of the hues in the rainbow. So, you know, we're growing okay. and shit. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so number three, thinking in these terms can hold you back from success. Like all aspects of life, work will have good days and bad days and many days that are somewhere mm-hmm. in between. But if you think in black and white terms, it's easy to internalize every failure and have an unrealistic expectation of every success. Mm-hmm. When we acknowledge that our professional lives, like every other aspect of life, are complex and may have pluses and minuses, we enable ourselves to learn and grow towards success. Any comments? Um. Also, he said black and white thinking and our professionalized can make us abandon <laughs> practice as mere bumps of the road due to a feeling that they're inevitably doomed to fail. And that hit me because if I can't succeed in it immediately, I'm really quick to drop it. So, yeah. Um, I think we've talked about that before and I remember you saying that like <laughs> my patience I have like... a, I have a little more patience if I feel it's something I can accomplish but I pretty mm-hmm. much determine early on whether this is something I can learn how to do or not and if it's something that I think I totally got this I will be patient with myself and give myself some time but if I'm already apprehensive about it yeah a couple of mm-hmm. tries I'm like see I told you so it's like (laughs) the fourth way this type of thinking can sabotage us it can literally change the way you feel according to psychological research thinking in binary terms can actually change the way we perceive the world effectively conditioning us to miss nuance by conditioning you to see things in more binary terms like in black and white thinking, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy, making it even harder to perceive nuance, you know, out there. (sighs) I don't know if it's, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to group and say it's a whole generation. I don't just want to say it's people younger than me. I just don't want to say it's black Twitter. I don't know. But for some reason, we are in a day, we are living in a day and age where nuance is missing. People are, people are literally thinking in terms of all or nothing and life doesn't work that mm. way. And I just, it really floors me. <laughs> yeah. And it really, it really frustrates me about a lot of things. Like, because again, this is by practice because I have been taught to think this way. You really do have to look at all angles of a thing. And Mm -hmm. life is, life doesn't fit in a neat box. It just doesn't. There's, I mean, I try to make it because it makes things easier for me, but it doesn't. We are multidimensional. We are, there are just all sorts of shades and gradients when it comes to, situation situations are just that situational and so i don't know i yeah. just feel like a I lot of people long... look at the world in a very 
plus or minus yeah. way, and that's just not it. I had a long conversation with a teenager, and I think it's just a sign of growth and maturity when you start to understand that the world is not black and white, and you start to at least inquire about other people's thought processes. Because, like, just listening to her, she was like, okay, they don't do this, so they are this. And I'm like, they might not even be that, but they're not doing this. You know, like, it was yeah. just interesting. I was like, teenagers are horrible. And that is, <laughs> but they grow up to be very, better adults. <laughs> that is very true when we're talking about immaturity. That is very true. Mm-hmm. But I'm even talking about people that are my age like i'm I'm not yeah. just speaking of younger people it's just yeah and i don't yeah, know i don't know if it's, it's life everybody. experiences that shapes it yeah. i don't know i don't know yeah it's yeah it's tough because not everybody is at the same level even at the same age but at the same time like i think understanding that like people come from a myriad of experiences yeah. and that f- forms how we think is going to set you up so much better to be more of an empathetic human and just your brain's going to be a lot better off. (laughs) Agreed. So the fifth way that this can affect us is it actually can be a signal that there's a deeper problem. Listen, we all experience black and white thinking to some extent. But there are extreme cases and that could be a mental illness. So you need to just be aware. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that because you have a tendency to put things into black and white, that excuse me, that, that means you have a mental illness because that's not what we're saying. Just keep notice if um you know, if it's causing you stress, um, mm-hmm. if you're being distressed and if it's something that you're struggling with, if it's really changing the way you see the world and if it's really affecting you. Because one thing that I've learned about when you're trying to determine is this regular or not, is you have to look at to what extent and the frequency. So if this is happening a lot and it's really heavy, then you may want to talk to somebody. And in all honesty, talking to somebody just may mean talking to a professional to kind of help you learn how to manage your thoughts. That might not even mean mm-hmm. that there's an issue. So I don't want you to think we're saying mm-hmm. there's an issue. Might not even be. Just throwing it out there. So mm-hmm. how can we leave this kind of thinking behind? Well, the first step beyond black and white thinking is simply to acknowledge that you're doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's with everything. Just acknowledge that you're doing it. Acknowledge that you're drinking too much like all you have to do (laughs) (laughs) please edit your name out (laughs) don't worry I always do (laughs) this can be hard though Uh, but taking time to consciously examine your thoughts and question extremes can help a simple exercise involves thinking of binary or extreme words you might use to describe a person, relationship, or situation, like good or bad, ugly or beautiful. And then imagine more nuanced ways to describe those situations. It can also help to actively cultivate empathy. For example, 
if you think your sister who just hurt you is a completely awful person, it might be useful to take a moment and pause and ask yourself, well, why did she do this? Like, is she hurt? Is there something going on? Like, what's behind Mm -hmm. that? And I say all the time that I am so emotionally immature when it comes to my own feelings because Mm -hmm. I've... I have so many feelings that I don't know what they are and I don't know what to do with them. So it's difficult for me to go beyond happy, sad, mad. But those words are very black and white and sometimes I might be somewhere in the middle, you know? So that's a good practice is to just kind of practice using your descriptive words and using words that paint a better picture of what you think, feel, and see. Black and white thinking can give us a measure of security After all, who doesn't want to think they have all the answers and everything figured out? But it can also cut us off from the complexity and richness of life. The article ends by saying, um, don't don't just look at the world in black and white or even in gray, but in complex, dazzling rainbow. And I thought that was so nice. (laughs) I want to be a rainbow. (laughs) I like, I like colors, so black and white kind of bores me. Um, so Doyen, do you have like any a gray? And... No, do you have any closing <laughs> any closing <laughs> thoughts? No gray. Um, just when you do catch yourself in black and white thoughts, um, figure out how you can shift yourself to a more empathetic talk. because at the end of the day, it is like black and white has no grace for either right. person right and so thinking about like where they're coming from and right. you're not gonna 100 percent get it but at the same time having a grander thought of where they're coming from will definitely help your brain yeah doesn't even matter what they're doing it's yeah. for you um it reminds me of that saying i think it's maya angelo um that said you know when a person shows you who they are, believe them. Believe them. So I, <laughs> I love that saying because it is true. Yeah. I also mm. hate that saying because people apply it Tyler Perry. flat. <laughs> they apply it flat and they don't put any nuance to it because sometimes the things yeah. that people do have nothing to do with you and it's not a reflection of who they are. It's a reflection of what they're going through. So, like, I just, and it's so funny, all the people that I know who that is their favorite quote of all time, they are all people Mm -hmm. that require a lot of grace. (laughs) At least from me. Others in their life might not feel that way, but these are people that I always find myself having to give a lot of grace. (laughs) Yeah, so the funny thing about Apple, the new iOS, Mm -hmm. is like, it will set up dates in your calendar yes that you did not agree to yes so i asked somebody i was like oh we're good to hang out today and they're like i read through all our messages and um we never agreed to this and this is a red a red flag and i was like girl i didn't even know that we set this up (laughs) drink a lot and so (laughs) i had just you know just mentioned it and I was like, I think it's a Siri thing. Did not answer me whatsoever. And I was like, 
because you want to be so black and white, right. <laughs> you miss out on a core, you know, like a good person because you think that I'm being like controlling and that's not even that. You I'm also missed out on learning something creepy that your phone is doing. Like Right. Yeah, I was just like, listen, I didn't even I didn't even remember it. I just it was on my calendar and so I was like, Are we still doing this? And for them to flip out and be like Oh, you're being controlling. I'm like, I'm not controlling. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. <laughs> and on the flip side, that's probably, that may be someone who's dealt with, you know, someone in their life who was yeah. super controlling. It was a Scorpio. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that thing was so funny with, um, yeah. Sag cancer. Yes! <laughs> it was this little, I guess it was a TikTok. I don't know what it was. But then the the Sag was like, hey, let's go get lit. Let's go have fun, whatever. And then the cancer is like, have you ever been in love? <laughs> and then the Sag is like, bitch, let's go out. Let's have fun. <laughs> it was, it was a song. Thing, I was like, like, it was so funny. They can it. But, like, Becca used to do me like that. Like, she had me out on a Tuesday night. Exactly. Like, that's why it was... Like college? That's why it was funny, because I knew that that was how it went down with y'all. That's how we are. <laughs> oh, that's why it was so funny. All right. <laughs> so I, we're going to move along to our favorite part of the pod, to buy you a Okay. <laughs> you want to go? I have a mouthful of water. <laughs> sure. I can go. Okay. So, this week, I am buying a drink for friends who give me awesome recommendations of things to try. <laughs> Which literally is all mm. my friends. I was about to say, it's literally all my friends because they all know that I l- will try anything. Um, so, hey, Roxy. <laughs> hey, good girl. She's like, why are you t- holding me? <laughs> okay, so, ahead. yeah, so, um, I got a recommendation to try this, um, whipped aloe shea butter concoction stuff, and it is magnificent. I smell good. I still smell good. My car was smelling good. I was in the middle of a Zoom meeting today. Well, actually, it wasn't Zoom. It was Microsoft Teams, and I don't like Microsoft Teams. But anyway, I was in the I middle of Microsoft Teams. Skype. Well, <laughs> so I don't like it. I I can't even tell you the last time I've used Skype. But I don't like Microsoft mm-hmm. Teams because, to me, it's really glitchy. Like, I don't have those problems with Zoom. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just me. I don't know. But... Also, Microsoft Teams saves a trans saves your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like anything you talk about in the chat or whatever, it saves it. And so I just think that that is not okay. So anywho, <clears throat> I was on the meeting and forgot that I had my video that my camera was on. I took my shirt and put my whole head down in my shirt because I was smelling. I do that too. I was smelling good and I wanted to smell more of me. 
and I had my head down in the shirt, and then everybody just goes, uh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 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 my bad, my bad. I smell really good today. <laughs> I just, in general, like, that's my safe space is to tuck my face in my shirt. And so I fight to not do that in, like, meetings. I do it, and you know what? I do it quite often, too. It's something about smelling myself that, like, kind of calms me. But it would be fine Mm -hmm. if I did it just a little bit. I put my whole head down in my top. (laughs) Like, my whole head down in my top. And everybody was like... I just covered my face, like... (laughs) No. I got down in there. Because I was smelling divine. (laughs) So, Tony, who are you buying a drink for today? I am buying a, um, a special water for my dog, Roxy, because I on, love Roxy. her so much. And I don't think I would have made it in any part of this pandemic without her. So, <laughs> Roxy's amazing. she's a whole brat, but it's whatever. I love her. Roxy's not a brat. She's amazing. It's Roxy's world, and she's just allowing you to be there to enjoy it. Right. Yeah, pretty much. So, Zoya, why don't you tell the people how they can get in contact with us on all of the the (laughs) platforms? I was going to say formats. (laughs) Okay, so we're on the Instagram. She's like, why are you touching me? I want to go. Anyways, we're on the Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. It's the same name as our Etsy page. Um, we are also on Twitter. It's PLD Pod. You can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Um, you can send us a bird message, but just make sure it's not a pigeon because that's kind of creepy. Um, and I sent y'all, like, a picture of, like, a whole parking lot of Walmart covered with birds. And I was really creeped out. (laughs) I was like, I gotta exit my my car. But I really creeped out by all of this. (laughs) Um, But I made it. Um, And then I got into Walmart, and they're like, oh, we're not open. I was like, bitch, why aren't you open? Why weren't they open? They said they don't open to, like, seven or eight now in the morning right Right. oh you were there super super early yeah i didn't know that it was before my flight because i needed hair products because i got no hair anymore (laughs) yeah i didn't know that because i avoid walmart at all costs but someone told me i usually do one of my co-workers told me though that the walmart walmarts aren't 24 hours during covid they're closing down so they can sanitize and then they open really early. Well, not really early, but I'm saying they open in the morning for senior citizens first or, you know, yeah. people with weakened immune systems first. Um, yeah. So I did not know that until recently either because, like I said, yeah, I avoid Walmart. I ended up getting, yeah, I ended up getting my hair products at CVS because they, they care about my needs. <laughs> so buying a drink for CBS as well the people there were really nice and she liked my little yellow scarf and she's like that's so cute I was like thank you I'm just trying to hide. I was trying to get my edges laid and um, honestly edges are hard to lay on a regular basis this is like about you just got out of practice 
I've never laid my edges. Oh, I feel okay. like my edges, like me, cannot be controlled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is, this is some European standards of beauty that I don't always want to abide to. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> my raggedy ass edges alone. Anyways. <laughs> well, let them flourish however they want to. Okay. Um, yeah. So... As always, we just remind you guys to drink some water. And we remind you to, you know, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a wonderful review. Rate Mm -hmm. us five stars. The others do not work. And then DM us. Let us know that you've left a review. Just send us a little screenshot of your review. That is all. And Mm -hmm. that way we can send you our handy dandy sticker that is so, so cute. You're going to love it. Cannot tell you enough again. Check out that Etsy shop. Y'all don't be don't be at the last minute buying for Christmas. Because you know, this mm-hmm. year ordering yes. is gonna USPS be even gonna shit. This year ordering is gonna be even worse than like it normally is. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm the I'm the type. I always order all of my gifts, but now a lot of people are in situations where they have to order their gifts. So mm-hmm. don't wait till the last minute. Get that coworker that you love, that you sad when they're not there because you don't have nobody to kiki with. Head on over to the Poor Life Decision to our Etsy page and Etsy. Etsy page. <laughs> Two different things. Head mm-hmm. on to our Etsy page and um get them a cute mug, maybe even a cute t-shirt. Um and I will note because it is fall and the sky is not as blue as normally. And I'm out of my antidepressants. Be sure to take your vitamin D because we need it. <laughs> you know, I even thought about getting one of those lamps. Although I don't feel like I, I, I feel like I am gloomy year round, <laughs> winter, spring, summer, fall. Right. I don't feel like I suffer right. from seasonal effect. But you know, maybe try one of those little lamps out. I might get one and tell y'all how it works. Okay. <laughs> Bye. I'm not ready for lamps yet because I have way too many lamps in my life. But um, I just try and take my vitamin D while I hold on until I get my medicine. <laughs> and also, let it run out. <laughs> also, be sure that you are still doing your skincare routine. Just because mm-hmm. it is not hot, that does not mean that you all of a sudden can stop wearing sunscreen. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. UV rays exist. Winter, spring, summer, fall. So, skincare, mm-hmm. water, take your meds, call somebody, tell them you love them. Um, we love y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in. We hope that we did something or said something to lighten your mood and help you with your poor life decision as we're trying to help ourselves with ours. All righty. We love you all. Bye. Bye. We love you. Call the first one savage, mold my mood. That's what it was. Hold on. 20